Do we can for beer? Yeah, or you know, vodka or I don't see any. I drank the last couple. There's still some left you can share if you want. Sure, yeah. It's okay, I don't have cooties or anything. My spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat. Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 117, the comic book show that has a vestigial tale. I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. I'm David Longer. In this issue, Marvel announces more Guardians of the Galaxy series. Why, you ask? You said it yourself, bitch. They're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, Marvel hires a wrestler to write a comic. If the trend catches on, we can't wait to see The Rock's take on My Little Pony. (laughs) Then it's Superior Iron Man, the all-new Captain America, the kitchen, lots and lots and lots of TV, and more in what we've been reading and watching Plus, our kick-ass pick of the week, Black Hole by Charles Burns. This is Behind the Panels. They come. I keep my friends. Hey, how hey, you doing, boy? Ah, <laughs> uh, a bit of Bowie, and you know why I included Bowie? Because it was in the book. Because it's in the book, and it's also my goddamn show, and I love David Bowie. <laughs> uh, it was either that or Led Zeppelin <laughs> at the start of it. You can imagine a bit of an immigrant song. <laughs> one of the one issue. I don't know what episode we're going to open with immigrant song. Okay. Will there be a relevance can. to it? Or no. no. Okay. No. Cool. I come from the land of the ice and snow. <laughs> 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 That's the one. <laughs> we got this down. Uh, and other news, we're starting a... Uh, this Led show Zeppelin is completely unrepressed. Uh, unrehearsed. <laughs> unrepressed. 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 That was a Freudian penis of you, Dave. Wow, that was I'm amazing. Freudian slip, sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. We've set the tone early for this book, which is probably the the, the, uh, the book that features more vaginas than any book It is the most before. messed up book I've read in a yeah. long time. But Actually, more penises in a good, as well. In a good no. way. Mm. We'll come when, back I, when I first split open the book, I was a bit, you know, I was oh. interested at the... Yeah. And once I tore it, <laughs> open the skin of this book, you know. Uh, actually, the book should have come uh, with, like, instead of being shrink wrapped, been covered in a layer of in skin. Latex. In latex. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> peel it off. It yeah, open. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it should have little, and it should have a little tail. Yes. I've got a little tail. Do you? I've got a tale to tell. <laughs> uh, one of the tales I've got to tell is going back, possibly to the 70s. I don't know if this is the 70s or the 80s, but it's period specific. I'm going back because... I'm going to show you something that's just fun to wear. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's underoos. Well, wobble my webs. It's a real change of underwear. Wearing underoos is fun. <sighs> and you can choose from more than one. There's all Fred Flintstone. And the Flash. Superman. Spider-Man. The things that smash. Underoos are fun to wear. Yeah, something super new in underwear. You'll find the underoos. Can I just say, this is my recreation of that. (laughs) Underwear is fun to wear. (laughs) (laughs) I read that like a week ago and I completely forgot. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Do you know the underoos are back? They've created a new range of adult um, underoos. And I don't mean adult as in they're really sexy. (laughs) You've got those... Lacy underoos. You don't have those dildos that Kevin Smith keeps hocking. (laughs) It's the the hunk. The incredible web shoot. The amazing web shooter, I think, was one of them as well. Oh, dear. They're not adult in that sense, uh, but they are... Adult sizes. Adult sizes with with designs, with like superhero designs I want a pair of of underoos... But you know, like Wonder, Wonder Woman underwear. Or they're, they're fun to wear. They are, they, are they organic they're fun to or wear. do you need cartridges? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said in the ad. I'm just going by the ad. I think right? the ad was more like, <laughs> like that. Yeah, that was the one. 
<laughs> you do realize now that that's just like 30 seconds straight of the three of us just going <laughs> you know, that to is, recording. That is, you know, <laughs> that is the sound clip that keeps on giving. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, I've, got, I've got a bone to pick with you, David, because yeah. you said I'm going to play that. You get to play that three times. So I played it my three it. times now. No, no, you've played it like six or seven times now. Three of them were in this episode. No, you know what? Well, I, I you meant know, six no, no, times no. an episode. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Right. okay. We will promise never to reveal the origin of that clip. I think ah, we already have. If have you we? can tell us. If you, yeah, if you can tell us, we'll send you If you can you tell us where that clip is from, we will send you something. Yeah. So feedback at Behind the Panels. It may be an Ikea pencil, but we'll send you <laughs> something. We'll send you something. We guarantee we'll call back. it. It'll be an Ikea pencil signed by all of us. <laughs> Probably is, I, th- I think we may have talked about the origin of this on another show. Mm. Oh, I can't so remember. Have we? If, you, if we I have, then we know you're a true believer. That's true. True believers. True believers. And then you can, uh, we'll, we'll send you something. And just as a reminder, this is what you're listening for. There you go. So if you can find that on the internet somewhere. Wow. So- <laughs> <laughs> I know several websites that would have that sound on the internet. Send a stamp, self addressed envelope. <laughs> no, even better. We'll send- send no, no, even better. No, send, send us your versions of those grunts oh, and we'll no. play them no, on air. No, 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 no. Don't do that. This Don't one's from that. Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Aged 15. No, <laughs> After your after, <laughs> after your small Smallville comment last week about I loved black hole guys <laughs> about uh, Jonathan Kent's proclivities I can't even say mm. proclivities oh, I just said it twice yeah, said it. I've, now, I've now um, written a pilot script for it <laughs> <laughs> we'll be recreating this in Lego uh, at some stage Nicholas <laughs> how do I get us out of this black hole of comedy I don't know how yeah. do you how get do us? I stop this fun from happening uh, <laughs> come on Richard bring the room down okay don't go quietly into the night. Where? Looks like we got ourselves a reader. Read between the lines, bitch. Oh, right. I will. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to read you, Master Bruce. I've I've read too many Batman. I've read Batman. I've read too many Batmans. I've read far far too many Batman, including the one I read this week, which was Batman 36. Uh, came out this week. Uh, but we'll talk about it in a minute because we all want to talk about brand new book by Tom Taylor. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Tom Taylor. Oh, our good friend Tom Taylor. Um, good who, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He's been on twice now, I think. Yeah, I maybe, so. maybe thrice. Twice at least. Twice. 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 And uh, Superior Iron Man. He's gone from DC. He's defected over to Marvel. Uh, he's know. still writing for DC. He's still writing. Yeah, he's still yeah, doing yeah. Injustice. Um, but he's over at Marvel now, and he's doing the he's brand just new. He's spreading launch. himself everywhere, isn't he? He was, yeah. Now yeah. that the, the the Star Wars Dark Horse stuff is dried up as well, mm-hmm. he needs to start a new franchise because it's all over at Marvel as well. So maybe he get to do some Marvel Star Wars stuff as well. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Who wants pe- to do a Star Wars these days? Though Star Wars yeah. is just so passe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing really happening. With did you hear they're making some new Star Wars die. films? I did hear that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Being produced by Canon, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Chuck Norris and, and Charles Bronson. And Charles Bronson. <laughs> the Chucks are back. Use <laughs> <Here's> the force. <clears throat> I want to see. I want to see um, uh, both both of those guys selling Converse shoes. Chucks selling Chucks. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. What about if there was um, Luke Skywalker meets Zorro? That's next week. Mm. No, so that is this week. Uh, Superior Iron Man is an interesting book. Now, David, you've got a slightly different opinion on this, but. I felt this was a good kickoff to a new era. Look, I thought it was of, a great book. Don't um, get me wrong. So, I but you, you, you felt one of the things you were saying to me before the show was that you felt it required too much pre-reading, and I felt the opposite. A little. Look, I just felt that if for any successful number one to come out, if you want it to actually be a jumping-on point for a book, it needs to come in at a point where you don't need to know any prior story. You're just walking into it, and you're saying, "Here we are. We're done. We're going." Okay. Yeah. Um, this actually requires if you. I mean, it gives you the rundown. Yeah. But what, ha- but what happens with that rundown is you read that rundown, going, "Oh, maybe I better go back and find out the details about what's happening." Because well, see, the thing is, I never felt that because every everybody's comic is somebody's number one, right? Yeah. And so I felt that first page did a really good job of explaining enough backstory for me to roll into it. And I've not read Iron Man for the last two years or something. So I, I for me, it's all new. And so for this to be a jumping on point. Now, to be fair, I know the characters well enough to go. There's something wrong with Tony Stark. I think the problem would be with a brand new reader coming in going, hey, Iron Man, I've just seen the movies. They're awesome. Where do I start reading number one? I'll pick and you pick that and go, he's oh, an asshole. Tony Stark's an asshole. But yeah. in fact, 
the 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 all new Avengers now or whatever they're calling it that this new uh, because new, new Marvel software. hasn't rebranded enough in the you last know, two years. This is their thing; they rebrand every year. They do this, do this every year, yeah. so uh, it's not surprising. But uh, everyone seems to be an asshole. Mm. Luke mm. Cage is an asshole. Well, but I read the Captain first Captain America is an asshole, which really annoys me. Well, the thing is, I first book I read this month uh, was I read uh, Captain America and the and the Marvel Avengers. Okay, there's all new Captain America to be precise. Yeah, yeah. There's two books out this week. The all new Captain America, and this is with uh, Sam Wilson Correct. Falcon. And I read that second. Yeah. So the first one I read was Captain America and the Mighty Avengers. Now, mm-hmm. I quite like the Mighty Avengers. I quite like what, yeah, because they so. used to be the new Avengers. I quite like Luke Cage's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I picked this up. I haven't read a Mighty Avengers in a few months. Yes. And I picked this up and suddenly Luke Cage is a pimp and <laughs> seems to hate everybody. And he's dressed all in gold chains and his big suit, you know, he's leaning up against things and doesn't seem to like anybody. Uh, Captain America, a.k.a. Falcon, is a complete Pratt, you know, and you mm. sit there going, "What the hell is this all about?" He, and no, but he really is. He like, is, and then you've got uh, Iron Man at the with spoilers, people. But Iron Man basically saying, "Okay, time to eliminate the mighty Avengers," and you're going, "Hang on a minute, what the hell did I just miss?" So I pick I, up all new Captain America, and the politics are really interesting in uh, Captain America and the and the Mighty Avengers because he's basically his dialogue at the start. He's describing himself as a human drone, mm. like saying, "You know, I fly over the city and I watch everything," and. Uh, you don't need to fear as long and as my got, birds are watching. Yeah, my, like a pigeon, you know, they're, they're over everything, but you don't need to fear me as long as you've got nothing to hide. That was Google's statement, wasn't it? Yeah, and I can't work out the politics of whether this is reinforcing that that viewpoint or whether this is actually decrying that viewpoint because uh, Captain of Sam Wilson slash what's calling Captain America for the purpose of this because he is the new Captain yeah, America. Correct. Uh, he is an arsehole throughout this, so it is difficult to know whether or not it's condemning or praising that. The, 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 Sorry, I was <clears> just thinking <throat> of the Dark Knight Rises. Right, that's right. <laughs> you know? But the thing is, the thing that gets me, money. one of the big <laughs> things that people complained about when Sam Wilson was announced about, as Captain America, right, was that he either saying, okay, tokenism. Uh, we've, you know, we've finally got a black character in a major Marvel role and we know he's going to go away mm-hmm. after a certain point because there's no doubt in anybody's mind that Steve Rogers will come back He'll as Captain get America the eventually. Back and, yeah. Now, the, the, the problem I have then is, because I always defended that saying, okay, well, uh, that's true, but then maybe people will like the character of Sam Wilson and then follow him into whatever other team book uh, uh, comes after that, and you've still got a strong leading character. The fact that you've got an African-American Captain America full stop is fantastic. The problem However, here- when they finally do launch yeah. this, and he is, and Dave was explaining this because I'm not up to date with Axis, but mm. everyone's personalities are kind of inverted by this Axis thing. Uh, it, it involves Xavier's brain and the Red Skull. Yeah. And, it kind of makes sense, of, but it doesn't really. Yeah. So and what, kind you're, of so what you're saying, saying is the funny it's thing a Marvel that, event. Yeah. It's a Marvel event, but the, the, <laughs> yeah. the problem... Well, this is the thing about, like, because I'm a no, Marvel... Sorry, I'm I'm a, just, oh, yeah, I just want to finish this thought, sorry, which was just that the problem is then if you have this misrepresented version of the character as the first time you have an African-American as Captain America... It, it, it's kind of it cheapens it immediately, mm. so you know that you're not getting you know the the full version of this character. Mm-hmm. This should be a proud first issue, yeah. and no, it's not. It's actually a real downer, mm. and so that was my problem with this issue. But uh, more fundamentally than that, I thought both stories were kind of weak. I thought both stories were weak, and I but I, I didn't buy into the universe of either of them. That was mm. the problem. And I think fundamentally, it's because none of these characters were my characters. No, it no. was just and and because they're both boasting, both basically being starting points I just kind of went no, no I'm, not, I'm not in as Richard said to me before the show there's like the, what they're basically doing is the forever evil version of the, the Marvel Universe but it's what it seems like but I think me, it's it's, you know? it's kind of really funny to me that this thing is called Axis and I'm a Marvel nerd so I'm going to read every event they do it doesn't, yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. matter and um and more often than not I'll read the event first than I will everything else so that kind of helped in this week this week was a mess everything was I don't know what the continuity is or what the the timeline is but I I don't know. I, f- I kind of figured it out. You know, one of the problems with but Axis it's called is? Axis, which is so weird because Axis is like meaning the center of everything, yes. and it's like yeah. oh, maybe but you, it, could, all, but you could also think of Axis in the World War II terminology, which is the bad guys. So mm. I mean, I think and that, well, I think yeah. that's kind of what they're going for because or, the or something that, that, that you turn on, you turn or on you an turn axis, on an Axis. So but I, I don't I don't yeah. think it's bad. I think it's just it's it's very convoluted at the moment and. 
if you can wrap your head around it, then there's biggest good issue, stuff the happening. Biggest issue I, I mean, I love the, Superior. I think Man convoluted is the yeah. best word yeah. for it because I think as a new comic book reader, which let's face it, events are supposed to attract. Mm. Um, well, actually, let's let's take that back. Uh, are events meant to attract new readers? I don't believe. Yeah, I don't or, or or are they meant yeah. to get existing readers to buy more comics? I think they're there to get existing readers <coughs> more excited. And mind then boggling. I don't know. I yeah. think I think <laughs> events are there to get the existing readers more excited because it's a big event, and when the event finishes, they can then start a whole bunch of number ones, which yeah. is where you get your new readers in. The problem is this whole access thing is just a mess. I, honestly, I guess, I'm, I'm I, guess I, I can offer a third option. I think like it, I think this is, might be controversial, but I think the main storylines are happening in the events. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's true. And yeah. I think there's a certain... You look at something like Original Sin, which was the most recent event that I followed the closest, uh, an, an event that there's actually a scene at the start of... Um, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers where Spider-Man comes in explaining something and in his speech bubble there's like three notes one of them's like and he goes no no that wasn't me in that instance you know I didn't get a chance to talk to you in in space he goes see original sin because I was and before that I was possessed by he goes see superior Spider-Man and that was because of see Spider Island or whatever it was you know there was like the three different uh, there you go Mike there's your Spider Island reference for the uh, (laughs) the week Um, I wonder if it's sort of it's frustrating it's frustrating like um, like I remember reading about Civil War and Mark Millar and how he he basically structured that whole thing that whole event out in a document and then all the other writers were given that document and they were able to slot in where their pieces and would that's go. how it should work and, yeah. I, and I'm wondering if that's sort of what they're doing now or if they're just going week by week or month by month well it, you know what the problem is because it gets messy doesn't it when it takes came artists out, to draw the other, it the other and, thing is mm, access yeah. came out of nowhere all the other events have these long build ups yeah and promotions Ac- access yeah. just went Access and it was just in. It was like you know somebody went and go. And it, every you time know? I see it on a shelf, I think sixes, sixes, yeah. sixes. Um, just the font. Can I just go back to Superior Iron yeah, Man? Yeah, sorry, for a we just glanced over. We kind of went over uh, that. Superior Iron Man, I thought was really good. Yeah, I really, I, I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed the book. I thought it's a great idea. It's great concepts. Really well written. Can we just really mention something well pretty? Like hat, uh, there was an atom bomb in that issue, which was that Tony Stark's drinking again. Yes, and, and yeah. like I think that's crazy. Like yeah, I like what he's saying. It's to make up for all those years of sobriety. Like you know. You know how they're doing um, Civil War 2 or whatever, the, or Secret mm. War 2? If, uh, well, if they're, doing they, both, they're yeah. redoing them or whatever, maybe they're going to redo Demon in a Bottle, which would no, be I re- I re- No, I reckon I was saying to Richard before this episode, I think Civil War now makes sense. Yeah. Because um, I, I was trying to figure out how they were going to do Civil War again. It's going to be a second can Civil I, can War. I jump in? Based on the fact that... Can I jump in so, then, though? Sorry, I'm not yeah. exactly sure if they're going to be new separate events. I think what's actually happening, it's all Secret Wars. It's all Secret Wars Battle World, and the Battle World is made up of... People from the various events, oh. so that's that's my understanding. Awesome. That's what I'm feeling. It's going to okay. happen. So what I don't if, think it's actually no. all new. Version what if they're of- all scrolls? Possibly. No. Yeah. Secret <laughs> invasion all yeah. over again. No, but you, think about it. How cool would it be if that Tony Stark gets? inverted back to being mm. like a good guy again but yeah. what he's left with is an addiction to alcohol that would be amazing that would be yeah. amazing yeah no I, I think I think that was that was actually a, a moment in that in Superior and I wouldn't put it past Tom Taylor because he yeah. did a brilliant job with this in my and, opinion I thought it was and, so uh, such you know, a good issue this is I mean look you know and all, 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 all props to Taylor for all this uh, Tom's done a magnificent job of, in this issue and that was you're right it's an atom bomb moment because there was a moment when I flipped the page and saw that and was like Wow, mm. they've done that, and then but but there's so many clever little uh, modern references. The fact that Tony Stark's turned everybody into everyone, made everyone beautiful using a, a, a version of mm. Extremis, mm. and then made them upgrade to the premium version. Um, you know, it's an basically giving them a freemium version of, of the thing. Yeah, and after after well, after first taste month, is free. You yeah, know? after a week or a month or whatever it is, they charge them. Yeah, yeah. ninety nine dollars to keep them beautiful, which I think is an amazing mm. idea. It's, it's a really idea. interesting use of technology. And 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 I love the issue, and I loved where it ends, and I love the cliffhanger, and I love that he was able to incorporate She-Hulk and Daredevil into the issue. And it's a great looking She-Hulk too. Yeah, I mean, that, that, mm. if they had done the her, art's beautiful. If they the had done her well. own book in mm. that style, I would have I would have said She-Hulk probably would have lasted. I yeah. think She-Hulk. One of the things that killed it was the fact that nobody could approach yeah. it because the artwork was horrible. I want I want to whip through some of these because I really want to spend a lot of time talking about Black Hole. Sure. But, can I just uh, whip through one more Marvel while we're still sure. in Marvel? I read Thor two. Oh, right, um, right, this right. week as well, which finally reveals her and and allows us to see this new Thor. This is a book that could actually be really interesting. If you haven't read it, have a look at it because what's fascinating is it's two different personalities. Okay, her thought bubbles are in normal English, and 
what she's saying is like Thor. It's all Norse, you know, mm. over overwritten Norse. And she's actually surprised at what she's saying. It's actually quite funny to read. Like she'll <laughs> she'll say she'll burst into a room and her thought bubble is something like, you know, what am I doing here? And then it's like, behold the bad guys, blah blah blah. And she goes, what? That <laughs> <laughs> Jason Aaron. Brilliant. It's actually really cleverly <laughs> okay, written. I like that. That's and good. she's tough as nails. And Thor's uh, like our Thor is still hanging around with an axe, isn't he? Apparently he's somewhere. He's not in this yeah. issue at all. She's out there. She's out there doing. Um, because I've just seen photos of like. Well, in the in we saw well, we know, saw uh, him in was it the last issue or whatever where he basically he's lost his hand as well now he's had his hand because he's powerless he's just a Norse mm. he's a Norse god but he has no I know Thor the power. Mm. Um, so he's out there and he's really he's looking almost like a hobo really because he's all depressed that he's lost his oh camera. so like Henry Cavill a in, little bit uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no look Thor Depression to uh, to to, <laughs> to put this to put this new female oh, Thor into context mom. say that the, this issue she ba- <laughs> she battles a lot of frost giants and yeah. and Malekith so ah, okay. uh, it's actually pretty good it's so, all star yeah it's all star all star all new Thor uh, <laughs> now the, now <laughs> the the one book I really want to mention is a new Vertigo book out this week called The Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is by Ollie Masters. Great book. So Amazing good. book. Set in the 70s. Uh, Ollie Masters, Ming Doyle. Uh, phenomenal. Mm. Absolutely Just great. phenomenal. If I you can't to, wait for the next If you issue. want to talk about strong female characters. Yes. Mm. So it's the 70s basically. It's these three. It's kind of like taking that 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 Almost in, uh, inverting, there we go again, uh, inverting that whole concept of, you know, the real housewives and like, you know, of mobsters and stuff. But these, these, these women are actually out there collecting payments while their mob, mob boss husbands are in jail. Ooh, yeah. And uh, Don't let them know you're weak, Richard. Don't let them know you're weak. It is. It's just great. It, it's, it feels like this is like actually just, you know, the, the panels behind the, pa- behind the panels yeah. of uh, from like, you know, the 70s uh, um, uh, Daredevil. You know, it also it feels it, like this, this, is frankly, just, this is just happening off to the side. It feels of, like uh, what's off camera during Goodfellas. Yeah. I mean, this is just you fantastic know. stuff. I can't believe there it's, were panels in it without without words. I yeah, it, that was amazing. It, like, it's the restraint. The artwork's beautiful, know? and and Jordi Belair does the colors on this. Now they are off the hook. Mm. Uh, uh, there is if you if you're playing the drinking game at home, it's next level colors mm. uh, because. This is like it's got that faded look to make it look as though it, it was shot in the seventies. It looks like it, it looks like you're I think watching a seventies film. In eight months, yeah. when all eight issues are combined, we'll probably do this. Damn as a straight, pitch. we're doing this. Yeah, yeah it's a really, really good start. It is solid probably start. my favorite book this week. Yeah, it's a yeah, solid I'm going to put that out there. The Kitchen. Uh, if you're looking for it, and I think a- I think my favorite book personally is uh, the next book you're about because <laughs> <laughs> it was totes All right, balls. Let's talk about it before we talk about the other <laughs> bat book. Bat Girl Thirty Six uh, was <laughs> totes um, was totes amaze balls. I read Batman. What? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the fact that this issue, I actually like this more than the first issue because I think there's some clever writing in there, some really good dialogue, um, and the art is cute. And it it is it is in an in and of itself, it is actually a fun book. Unfortunately for me, it's not my Batgirl, and I'm always going to have that kind of barrier for me. The fact that some of my favorite characters, some of my favorite female characters in the DC. The opening shot of this issue is them shopping for clothes. Now, I'm not saying that that is is bad in and of itself, but is that the best we can do? But it's not only that. This doesn't fit. It doesn't fit into the the Bat universe. What this did actually clarify, though, was that she's doing a PhD, which is okay if she's going back to college and doing pitch. That's that makes sense. Yeah, but they've know? made her look about twelve, and that's yeah. you know that's one of the problems. She's a grown woman now, mm. you know, and they've completely reverted her. And we've got, I mean, when I, I make that joke, but there is literally a character who comes in and goes, "Batgirl saved me." What you know? It's yeah. like, and the whole book is like totes maze balls, you know. Look, this is not my book. No, look, I, look, I've given this two issues. I will give it a third. I might give it to the end of the first arc, mm. and then I'll see how I go with it. All um, I will say about this book, though, is it is. Very cute. It's very Batgirl and River. It's, fun. it's Batgirl. Fun. It's Batgirl and Riverdale. Absolutely, that's and, exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, you look at it and you just go, if it brings readers into comics, if it makes people buy comics, good for it. Yeah, it's done its job. But you know what? It's just not my Batgirl. It's it's very. It's actually it's anime. It's like anime. It, it is. is. It's very, and, and fact, it, this, fact, is this is the Saturday morning cartoon version of it. Of Batgirl, and in it's fact, like it, a Becky Cloonan kind of. Thing. It does. It I haven't has, read. It has a real Babs Tar as the artist, but it, it has a very Becky Cloonan kind of vibe for it. But I think Becky Cloonan would do it better. 
Yeah. But that's just me. That's just my opinion it's on that one. It's just too hip for its own good. Now, the interesting <laughs> book is the, 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 the other Bat book that came out, because these always come out in the same week, is Batman 36. This is part two of Endgame, mm-hmm. which I'm actually really enjoying. I am yes. too. Um, this is Snyder back in form. Because, uh, mm-hmm. look, none of us were, were massive fans of uh, Zero Year. Mm-hmm. However, um, we were huge fans of Death in the Family mm-hmm. and, and Court, Court of the House. So, yeah, so, and uh, this is going back much more into that style absolutely well this is the continuation this this would have been the next one after death in the family mm-hmm. look as i've said it before you needed you needed a time before okay look i'm also going to say massive massive spoilers coming mm-hmm. so if you're driving your car pull over to the side of the road pause. stop pause because this was spoiled for me and i don't want to spoil it for anybody else Ready? So we'll give them a couple of minutes. So we're ready. We'll just keep talking about the book a little bit. This is this would have followed on, and you do need <laughs> <laughs> you, you certainly do need a gap between uh, the last arc and this one for the spoiler to actually have any impact. Mm-hmm. But it's the return of the Joker mm. uh, in this issue. Fully faced, fully faced mm-hmm. Joker, dapper gent, complete with a lengthy explanation as to what his name back means. Back to Batman. It's back to Batman. It is. It, it's it's back to Bat Basics. Yeah. How good is the uh, art? And the Justice League is there. His eye. Oh, Capullo's off the, the hook on this one. Even yeah. the, the art in Zero was amazing too. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is where Capullo soars. You can see that Capullo he's... Capullo is the bomb. You can see that this, he's inspired by this new material. You know, it's... it's it, this is an amazing arc and I'm energised by Batman again. I, I'm actually really enjoying it. Mm. So kudos. It's been a while. It's kudos, Scott. Kudos. We should mm. have her song here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and bring, Mary's bring, song. Bring yeah. by the way, Mary uh, Amber. Com. Come on, Mary Amber. Com. We had her on M E R I Amber. Com. She's got a new video out. Kudos. Yeah. Some of it was shot around Oz Comic Con as well. So cool. There you go. Um, oh yeah, what was the other one? Okay, look, quickly mention Django Zorro crossover because it's co-written by Quentin Tarantino. I didn't get a chance to read this. I, I, I really wanted to, and mm. I didn't get a chance. It's yeah, not, same here. It's not quite as sharp either. as I thought it would be. It is a good story because I really liked the comic adaptation of Django. Yes, I thought Django. This follows yeah. that. So this is this is Tarantino co-written by Matt Wagner, uh, okay. who big indie comics guy. Mm-hmm. Grendel did a bunch of does a lot of painted covers that kind of thing. So he's he's amazing. So the two of them together, really good stuff. Definitely recommend you checking that out. And there's also a brand new book out this week called. Oh, can Drifter. I ask you a quick question about yeah. the Django? Did it take place before the movie or after? After it seems oh, okay, to be after okay. because uh, when cool. he when he meets Zorro, he keeps saying things like and he doesn't know he's Zorro at this point. He keeps saying things like, "You remind me of another guy." Because he's okay. kind of he's kind of dapper like Christoph Waltz's character, sure. and a little bit surprising right. that he's got skills as well. So awesome. it's it's kind of it's a nice little dynamic. They've kind of recreated that, but they're more more, more equal. Throughout this book, I don't. I don't think Zorro is going to quite go down the same path as Christoph Waltz's character. <laughs> um, so that's really good. Uh, next week coming out, there's a I few. have one more book this yeah. week if you want, just because it was a curiosity. Yeah. Um, uh, the new World's Finest came out this week as well, uh, which I did read, and I'm just trying to find the issue number. The World's Finest mm. 28. 28. Um, so this is part of the big. It's part of the big of yeah. the whole world's ending. What's really interesting about it is there is no Power Girl or Huntress in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the entire book is basically um, a flashback to Wonder Woman, uh, basically showing that she knew all of the superheroes and she at one point or another influenced all of the superheroes on Earth too when they were children. Curious. So she uh, helped. Bruce Wayne, when he his father was being beaten up at one point, she stopped Superman being stolen by uh, uh, Darkseid uh, early on in his life. And, also, and she was full grown because she's obviously a goddess because she's making atonement to the gods. Because, interesting. Uh, it's a really interesting book and it requires no other reading because it's just this like standalone book. I will, I'm going to catch up on So have on a look World's at that Finest. if you're... It's a curious book, um, World Finest 28. So it's worth having a look at. Next week, uh, a couple of things I'm looking forward to next week. One of them's huge. It's just the multiversity. This is stuff coming out the 19th of November. Uh, the multiversity Pax mm-hmm. Americana. This is Grant Morrison's... Uh, multiversity book but the latest one has got art by Frank quietly and I cannot wait for this because the two of them working together is about as magic as it happens. This is the mythical one we've this heard is about. Apparently, Quietly has been working on this art forever. Yeah, this is the one that like each page divides oh. by, by two, I think. Yeah. So by the end of it, there's like supposed, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's, it's rumoured to have like hundreds of panels oh, I just, on a page. I cannot wait. 
to see this thing. I, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And oh, digital just, too, so I can pull up every panel and look at it. Bigger. We've got a Harley Quinn. Thank you, Quinn. Grant Morrison. I <laughs> bow down. Thank you. The... <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being the friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back he is. again. Of course he is. Your heart is true. You're a pal. Sorry. Keep uh, reading the books. Harley Quinn number 12 is out next week. Intersect, Intersect number one is coming out. There's a new one by Ray Fawkes. It looks really interesting. Uh, Synergy number one, uh, new creator owned book by Michael Avon Oeming. Uh, Problem I have with Michael Avon Oeming is I actually read some of his The Victories. Yes. Um, I think he works best when he's with Brian Michael Bendis. I'm not sure if he actually. I'm still curious. I still check I'm, it out. I, look, I'll have a look at it. I'm always curious about the, that those that creative team and i'll check it so. out well this is speaking of creative teams there's also lone ranger vindicated out next week which is just by justin gray as a I'm writer i'm curious about that so this is justin gray writing by himself and not with, with palmiotti hmm. so i'm curious to see that and when we had um uh, andrew constant on a few weeks back um he was talking about i don't remember whether he, he was actually on saying air. gray was one of the he, great he said writers, he said yeah. that justin gray by himself is vastly underrated it's just that he's always been attached to palmiotti yeah. so he's never been as recognized as a writer uh, in and of himself so this this will be a good title to look at and of course there's also spider woman number one i am so which i'm very book. very curious about i wanted to see a new jessica drew book but also all the controversy that came out around the milo Manara cover um will we get uh, that cover here though I, I don't even know if that cover's what happening was the story anymore here? this was i don't know if you, you probably went you may not have followed this on the internet because i think you were a away shooting mm. during this period but um it was a huge controversy because milo Manara, who's, who's known for his really sexually charged covers is since the 70s a lot of erotic stuff uh you know a lot of frank frazetta type stuff he was uh uh he drew this really sexually uh sort of almost spine bending position for uh spider woman okay. and it went viral on the interwebs uh people complaining you know this is over sexualizing characters this is you know not not um representing women in, in a realistic fashion and and i think rightfully so in this case i think this one was was pushing it a little bit too far mm. um but then kim kardashian got naked and we all, we <laughs> right? all forgot about yeah it. and stuck a champagne uh oh okay a, yeah dave's just showing me now. and and look yeah. you know the image is exactly what you would expect from mila minara yes absolutely so, but but that's not a defense it's just that i'm not surprised that that's what mila minara put out no, so he's put you're out gonna hire him that's far what worse get. than that yeah. it was a gamora cover that came out a couple of years ago that was a great cover though. which which i'm surprised didn't get more controversy anywho um, I am not. I'm going to not go through all the what we've been watching uh, this no, week. No, we'll, we'll come back to that next been, week. We'll come back to it next week. But I got to say, uh, just 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 one thing I want to say is boxing glove error. Boxing glove error, uh, and, and, and for the flash, all I'm going to say is last three seconds, three milestones in that episode of classic flash stuff. Mm. If you're a flash fan, you're just going to enjoy the hell out of that episode. What episode oh. are they up to by now on the flash? I think it's about five and five or six. Five or wow. six. Six. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's time for the news headlines. Marvel will release two new Guardians of the Galaxy series, Guardians of the Galaxy Team-Up from Brian Michael Bendis and artist Art Adams, and Marvel Universe Guardians of the Galaxy based on the forthcoming TV series. DC Comics has announced the first batch of Convergence miniseries, including a Nightwing Oracle series from Gail Simone, along with Greg Rucker and Cully Hammer on the question, and many, many more. Wrestler CM Punk will make his Marvel debut on Thor Annual No. 1 with artist Rob Gilroy. DC Comics has announced that Harley Quinn will be the theme of February's 22 variant covers. David McVeigh will be pleased to know that Amanda Connor and Paul Mounts will create the covers for Aquaman, The Flash and Superman, all featuring Harley Quinn. I hate myself, but I have to buy them all. <laughs> German actor Daniel Bruhl has been cast in a mystery role in Captain America Civil War. Be nice to me, I'll get them for you, David. <laughs> Many sources are reporting that Margot Robbie has been cast in the role of the aforementioned Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. DC is yet to officially confirm. Uh, what do we think about that news, by the way, boys? Yeah, that's good. good I, I, uh, I think she'd be good. I loved her in. I loved her in Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> I loved her in the Wolf of Wall Street. I put her uh, under all the makeup. She would look great. Yeah, she'd yeah. be fantastic in it. And I think there's some clever casting going on there. Awesome. Look, one thing I do want to have a quick rant about. Daniel Brühl. Daniel Brühl. Yeah, what, what what role could he possibly play? Baron Zemo. Baron or something? Zemo would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, th I think that's the leading because uh, they've already got um, so what's his good. name, Baron von Strucker. Yeah. Uh, has been cast. So it could be Zemo. Would Zemo, Zemo work on screen? They have crossbones already. Hey, don't they? Yeah. 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 Nah, he's, Zemo he's would work on screen. Are you kidding? <laughs> would Groot work on screen? Ah, that's true. <laughs> he's, he's German. Of course, he's going to play a villain. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Baron Zemo would be unreal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd be. I. 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 I'm looking for. I think. I think I'll see that film. 
Uh, the last one was alright. I just hope they <laughs> I just want them to do Civil War really well. So I saw there was this great bit of cosplay, um, but I saw a photo online and it was like um, Bucky Barnes with a robotic arm and sunglasses, but then it was like a t-shirt and board shorts, and I was like Captain America the Summer Soldier. <laughs> I'm just cute. Um, the talking point. I just want to mention something quickly before we move on because we're running out of time. I just want to mention spoilers because I was, I was mentioning spoilers before. I saw online this week, and there's a couple of big sites, and I won't mention who they are, um, but one of them actually had because we're talking about that that aforementioned spoiler from Batman, and that was like the heading. It was like so and so appears in this issue. Brackets spoilers, and that was the headline. It was mm. like, when when was my chance? and this was all, all over the net? Mm. People complained about it. it. Was like, well, if you don't want to know spoilers, stay off the internet. Excuse me, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like yeah, I mean, blame I, the victim. That's and, the and I hate this kind of like gotcha kind of journalism. So this whole kind of like, let's be the first person to break this story so we can get more hits. Doesn't matter if anybody. And it was less than twenty four hours after the issue came out. I think the same thing happened. A, I think for, we should all take a page from the creator of Breaking Bad. Uh, Vince, Vince Gilligan. Gilligan, who basically said two weeks is the moratorium for spoilers. Yeah. Two, two weeks Period. is the moratorium yeah. for spoilers. What, 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 once and, two <laughs> weeks is up, all bets And we are know off. fans yeah. can do it because when Doctor Who episodes got leaked several weeks early, the, the I think at the time was either Russell T. No, it was, it was just Stephen Moffat said, look, uh, uh, if you don't reveal the ending for everybody, if you don't spoil it for anyone, I will include something extra at the end of the final episode. Nobody said a word. We got an extra video, mm. and and kudos to the mm. to the uh, to the entire Doctor Who fan community for doing that. That we didn't get that spoiled for us, but you know, I, I just it's, this is this is a major. This was a major website. It was actually two separate websites spoiled two separate things for me because the spoiler was in the headline mm. with a big photo. So it, it's just something I wanted to rant about this week because I think just just be careful when you're out there. If you if you think you something's a spoiler, be careful out there, kids. <laughs> yeah. Just don't and use the internet. We're, we're, <laughs> well, if, you're on the inter- if you're on the internet, wear the big mittens. Yeah. I also think that yeah, if get you off are, your Facebook, my, get off your Twitter, don't work, enjoy life. Just just just, 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 just wait for stick your head to, in the yeah. sand, boys. Yeah. My words of advice to any major website and as somebody who runs websites. Don't put the spoiler in the headline. Actually, can mm. I can I say one more thing about Say the, spoilers all you want. Just don't mm. put it Actually, in the Actually, there was something I wanted to comment on what we've been watching this week, just very, very quickly. In Gotham, is Barbara Gordon actually tethered to her apartment? Because every time you see her, she's in the apartment. Every time Jim Gordon comes home, she's just there. Standing, yep. waiting, fully dressed, just, <laughs> just standing there waiting as though she's only exists in the apartment. I will take your word for it because I've only seen the first two episodes of Gotham. She actually <laughs> opened the front door this week, gonna, but we I, never saw know, her outside you know the what, You know what went through my mind? Because I've only seen the first episode and I really really didn't like it but my first thought was they've actually got Barbara Gordon yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that, the, that the, feels like the, isn't that strange that that feels like a lot for Gotham to do yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is the older Barbara Gordon the mother not there oh, aren't of course. Yeah. There aren't. Of course. Well, <laughs> yeah. then I'm proven right. <laughs> you know, there aren't. There were barely any good female characters in in those major DC series. It's kind of like you've got. Um, uh, like the, the, sorry, the, the DC, the, the Flash, Flash and Arrow were doing it really well because you've actually yeah. got some strong characters there. But then you look at something like Gotham, you're like literally your three me- female characters are like one, the villain, yeah. <laughs> two, you've got the police captain who is a complete wuss and does nothing to support Gordon for the first time. And two the really strong DC characters are relegated yeah. to being children. To, to children, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of them's a thief. Um, well, one's a thief and one's a potential psychopath. One's so, a potential psychopath, yeah, so. and the other one is potentially uh, just completely tethered to her apartment. Uh, <laughs> she, she exists as nothing but Jim Gordon's wife. Well done for diversity, Fox. Yeah, it's uh, uh, <laughs> Jim Gordon's decoration. Yeah, Alrighty. just wasn't popular with the demo guys. We are going to have say. to plow through this because we are up to our very, very kick-ass pick of the week. Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's. It's awfully funny. (laughs) It's the pick of the week. Set in suburban Seattle in the 1970s, this 12-issue comic, originally published between 1995 and 2005, follows a group of teenagers who contract a mysterious sexually transmitted disease known only as the bug, or the teen plague, causing them to develop bizarre mutations. A unique twist on the outsider coming-of-age story, writer and illustrator Charles Burns won a 2006 Harvey Award for the collection. This is Black Hole. So, uh... I'm going to preface this whole discussion by saying that 
this is amazing. Mm. This Ooh. is this is. Uh, thank you, David, for bringing this to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Dave, uh, you 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 just you suggested last week when we all left the studio and said, "What are we going to do?" You immediately texted us about a few <laughs> hours later saying, "What about this?" Yeah. What what? And you, this is a book you've been, you've read a few years ago, mm. and you've, you've well, been I've been trying talking to, about. I've been pushing it to do on the show for a while. Yeah, and we never we've, we've to never had the time. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah. why why did we listen to you this week? Because he sent a great big picture on text. Because I, I, I sent what the New York Times said about it, and, <laughs> and, they, and they were like, "The New oh, York well, Times, the New York Times loves it. <laughs> it calls it a masterpiece." No, it's in my top five comics ever done, and like I think you guys can see how how Look, and why. I mean, I'm, I'm in the same yeah. sort of. It's one of those books I've been meaning to read for years because you keep seeing it on every best of list mm. and every essential graphic novels you must read before you die list. Yeah. Um, it was originally twelve issues. Uh, I, I should just say how I found about it. I guess. Yeah, sure. I just well, David Fincher was attached to do a film version of it, and I, I'm a huge fan of David Fincher, so I just went and got it. You know. And we should say that that you might have seen floating out there, Rupert Sanders, uh, who who did things like Snow White and Huntsman, was attached to it as well because he did a proof of concept video. So if you go to RupertSanders.com, uh, the the full eleven he also minute did videos Kristen up there. Stewart. He, he apparently <laughs> allegedly 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 did Kristen Stewart. I think that was actually proven. But anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> but that's what we played at the head of the show as well. So, Yes, uh, we played a, a short clip for that at the head of the show. So if you're looking for that, we won't play any more uh, this episode because we, we may not have time. But uh, the story structure is weird. The whole story structure, and even, even right down to the panels, this is set during the 70s uh, and it has the look of underground comics, comics with an X, um, from that era, love the color on this. Love no. it. <laughs> the color. The color is well. It's funny you should say that because the the uh, the individual <laughs> issues have these beautiful color covers, yeah. uh, which you don't get in the in the re- the Pantheon reprinted edition, which does actually take out those plates at the start of every of the single issues, where you see the face of a person before they catch the disease and the mm. face of the person after they catch the disease. That's missing mm. from the um, collected edition. Actually, one of my favorite things was reading the blurb underneath. And the little blurbs faces. as you go through and get get a sense that this this is an epidemic. It's something. Yeah. That, that is, that is. They uh, took that out of the comp- collection. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't even and know it existed. Uh, yeah. And and it's because you get the little. It's seamless though the collection. You you don't even think it would be. See what's no. re- what's really issues. interesting, like you, Richard. I read this in singles. Yes. And so when you read it in singles, the structure is what catches you off guard. Yes. And I love the structure of this book. I love the fact that it'll be one issue about one person and their little path through something. You pick up the next issue, yes. and it's completely different. It's gone mm. off to someone else, yes. someone else's adventure, for lack of a better word, um, and. They, their little storyline and then in the next issue suddenly you're swinging all the way back around again and it's somebody else but then it's intersecting with something else that's going on yes. and by the end it's all kind of folding together and so all these individual issues which seem to be disparate issues they seem to be mixed issues all do fold together yeah. into this one mm-hmm. seamless story and, and it is like you know as I said it was set in, as it, apart from apart from having the, the 1970s kind of comics uh, underground comics kind of look to it, it it does sort of it mirrors a lot of the issues at the time it, it mirrors uh, you know all, all the coming of age stories around that time. It, it mirrors like you know, and we're talking you know really, you know kind of the, the, all those stories where you look back to the youth in the seventies mm. and you know, everyone's coming of age and sticky fumbles in the woods mm. and all that kind of stuff and in the back of cars and in kitchens and, like and drive-ins, basements, yeah, and, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And and it's it's like it's like a really messed up version of that seventies show. Um, <laughs> and then then but you've also got this kind of this this fear of disease and and what have you sort of mixed with this modern paranoia. Around that, which is really interesting, and that and that sort of sort of belies its 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 later uh, origins as well. Because you kind of got little bits in there. It could be the AIDS epidemic. It could be anything. The the parallel, the interesting parallel with with AIDS is that it was it, you know you often see it was often referred to as like the homosexual disease, mm. and people who who had AIDS for whatever reason uh, were seen as deviants or outcasts mm. for the longest time before it was understood. And the parallel that this book draws with that is that these people are literally shunned and outcast and have to go and live out in the woods. Uh, and and people don't understand it. anybody who's got it for whatever reason. And most people catch this through sheer ignorance, mm-hmm. like they don't they don't understand well, it's, it. It's sexually transmitted. They actually, they actually say it's, yeah. it's transmitted via fluids. Fluids, yeah, yeah. Because that one and scene where he spits in the guy's in mouth. The mouth. Yeah, yeah. They, they they go into a sh- at one point like this is to, just to emphasize how outcast they are. They go into like a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. and somebody says, "Hey, we don't want your kind here." And he socks him in the jaw, makes him bleed, and then spits in his mouth and says, there, that's all it takes, and now you're one of us. Yeah, yeah. You it's know? one of those beautiful things, like the ambiguity about it, I find kind of staggering in a way. Yeah. Like, there's so much symbolism in it, but you're not 
it's like a David Lynch kind of thing. Like you're not entirely sure of what it means, mm. but because you have this idea, like the title black hole, like, and mm. there's this emphasis on you're staring out into nothing and yeah, but staring out into nothing is where you're staring out into everything, yeah. you know, in a way. And so I guess you bring your own personal baggage to it. You, you yeah. are your own sexual history, your own, you know, childhood history yeah. and teenage history. It all, it all part of your life becomes part of it too. It's like, it's crazy. It is. It, it's you know? kind of like the, the... And when it becomes really whacked out yeah. and out there, then that's when your readings start to get well, we'll super confronting, you know. And, yeah, we'll, t- yeah, we'll talk about that now, I think. Because uh, uh, it, 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 uh, it, it is it is a messed up book in a lot of ways. And I, I mean that in the best loving mm, possible mm, way. Mm. It's, it's my kind of messed up. Yeah, I used, uh, a, I used a much more stronger explanation. Yes. This, is, <laughs> this is a seriously, seriously messed up book. Mm. Um, it is, uh, when I You're was, allowed to use that on that show now. No, I, show now. I won't. But when <laughs> this I was, is a... I was, about, I, was about, I, was about halfway, I was about halfway through the book when I made that mention because it is a Lynchian nightmare. Mm. This book has Lynch that, is a good reference. Yeah, yeah, it has that that feeling of uh, even something uh, as I mean, it's not his best film, but even something like Dune, mm. where you'll be in the middle of a story and then suddenly you're going to do these weird dream sequences. It's like, it's like Blue for, Velvet, man. Yeah, Blue yeah. Velvet. We have these strange messed up dream sequences where the world seems to fold in on itself and and then suddenly it snaps out and you're back where you're you're somewhere else you know it is like lynch because lynch is one of lynch's recurring themes throughout his work was was that you've got this picture perfect suburbia Hmm. and just below the surface there is something you know uh and that is evidenced Hmm. by the house yes uh, in the second half of the book he's house sitting the house so so he allows for lack of a better word the freaks to come to the house And they just destroy it. And you had, that's one of my favorite sequences in, in, in the series. And that's actually largely what Sanders yeah. adapts in there. Mm. He, he, does, he does the chronology uh, sort of out of order. But, you know, you, you effectively you have a, a sequence of events that leads up to uh, him, uh, one of the lead characters, Keith, encountering a woman that's got a vestigial tail. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the two drug fiends as fiends, well. Yeah, yeah it's a great he, scene. he has his first sexual encounter with her. Uh, and that's interesting. And her tail actually comes off like a lizard. The, yeah, yeah, like a lizard. She says, "Don't worry, it'll grow back." Yeah. Um, it just you, tingles. It just tingles a little bit. Yeah, and it is just kind of like. And you, can you can you imagine? Like, and this this is the thing. This is like everybody's first sexual experience is like is is this what's supposed to happen? Yeah. You know, and you're not. You know, you know. I've I've watched the 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 pulp song. You know. Um, uh, this is hardcore. I've seen all the pictures. I've studied it forever. You know, you, you have an idea of what it's going to be, and then suddenly he's got like a tail swishing <laughs> in front of it. And you know, it's kind of all those anxieties and all those those misapprehensions about your own body, about somebody else's body. All that is represented perfectly by the fact that oh, I'm having my first sex, and there's a tail. <laughs> you know, and I think that's just a, a genius way of, of of representing all those and it's anxieties. The tail that a, is actually you know, what attracts him is yeah. to her as well, though. Even from that opening scene in the kitchen when he first sees it. And then he just wants to see it again, and when she finally yeah. covers up, he can see it swishing. It's under that like her skirt. suggestive, and yeah. And it's yeah. like he's he's got this thing about that tail. Now it's really interesting because he's actually the character is actually absolutely enamored by another woman mm. who just has no interest in him whatsoever. Yeah, mm. and that and so there's kind of the, these interplaying, That's Chris. Rela- yeah, Chris, mm. and these interplaying relationships it's and how love what is stuff. what is actually perfect for him is right mm. in front of him, mm. but he won't take that because he's. Enamored by this other girl. Chris is interesting because Chris is uh, a really interesting character uh, in, in and of herself because she is someone who starts out fairly innocent mm. as well. She she contracts the bug mm. um, from she, her basically her first lover. from her first lover and uh, much as he does. Yeah. And um, it, it's 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 an interesting journey. Then she she kind of. Does the whole teenage rebellious thing? Mm. Wants to wants to break away from her parents. All the cliches, except you've got this kind of she's she's shedding her skin, yeah. she's literally shedding her yeah. skin um, as it goes through. It is it is well, a fascinating. I think book, it's, it's also interesting how this book because I mean, this book is playing with so many metaphors mm. and, yeah. and, and and analogies. One of the, I mean, we even go so far as to the idea that some of them who have the deformities but can still fit in with society. So we're thinking about uh, the racial uh, black people who were. Just white enough that they could actually fit into society. Yeah, because uh, the talk actually might even use the word passing. Yeah, uh, they, they in, pass in the, as yeah. norm, as yeah. a normal, basically, because he's got the mouth in his in his throat. So he, he can, can, cover, he can it cover it up and he can actually pass as normal. So while she's hiding in the woods, he's still going to and, school. And there's another one where where he's got like little tadpoles coming off his his chest 
And he says, I do the ritual with the bandages. That's key. That's key. Yeah, yeah that's he's key. got the, yeah. the, the tadpoles there. And then there's, uh, and there's, there's so, so much going on. so layered. There's so much going on, but you can read it as a straight narrative as totally. well, which is the great and thing. And it's an awesome it. straight narrative. Yeah. Like the dialogue is amazing and like the characters are super real. You know, that's that's yeah. a really important, and it's point. in black and white too, which is yeah. like another crazy thing. So about, about the, I mean, I mean the like, art. That's why I was joking like, about the colors. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this kind of thing is like Hemingway used to call like his own writing style iceberging. Yeah, which was like you know the whole cliche of you know there's this is an iceberg and all we're really doing is the top of it. Yeah, the rest of it is hidden underwater, and that's kind of like how this is. Yeah, it's like. Everything just happens in a very almost blasé, but occasionally, like, you know, normal way. And then but it's rendered out jumps so, out at you. Yeah, you know, it's rendered in such a way. It's like I don't know, man. But like, it's like the best a- guitar ever in the world. It's just so finely tuned that it never goes out. The of iceberg like, is a really interesting analogy because you occasionally get a view beneath the surface, mm. but because you're kind of being thrust down into there really quickly, you don't really get a sense of the size or scale, and, and you don't understand exactly what you're seeing. Yeah. But you understand its significance. Yeah, well, and nothing's you know, ever on the nose or. In yeah. your face, like, like we're watching all, this um, Rupert Sanders uh, video version before, and I think Dave, you said like that you know it's a little bit off, like because the depiction of Eliza, the character with the tail, was was too sinister. It was, was almost like, sinister, mm, yeah. yeah. And I never found her a sinister character. No, because yeah. it's it's rendered in that way where you're you're given your own allowance. I mean, like, the thing so, is, and, and it's so agree. finely like, and, and finely measured. It's unbelievable. One it's of like, the things about yeah. Eliza is her first meeting with Keith. Mm. The very first time he meets her, he sees the tail, she's naked and all this stuff. But the very first meeting, she says, you look hungry, let me make you a sandwich. And she goes, this would be the best sandwich ever. She goes, what is it? It's the it's the miracle whip that makes it special, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And she makes it and she, and she waits till he eats it and she's saying, isn't that good? Yeah. So there's almost a nurturing thing yeah. to her and the video, the way Sanders was Portrayed. It almost looked like she was doing, she was a little bit sinister in the way she was handling. Well, the music like, doesn't help. No, then, no. You know, yeah, but, but also but the, I really like that short film. Oh, that it's short definitely film is, worth looking. I it's want amazing. to see this film. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I would love the, the, to see the, the, the look of yeah. the film. The the, the pr- it's a proof of concept, but mm. the visual, was visually it's amazing. I think that was I'll have to look it up, but it was a couple of years ago mm. now. Uh, it could be a bit far back as two thousand and eight. I love the fact that this book will go along several issues where it's just teenage life, but we've got this weird thing happening mm. and all these metaphors, and then suddenly you have these absolute explosions mm. of, as you say, peeking under the surface. Yeah, like you're showing the reality. The, what happens yeah. to Rob or or what happens in the house. You know? yeah. um, um, and then there's another way of looking at it too. What, what if all of this is just a visual representation of something yeah, normal? Yeah. You know, like... It's it could crazy. just be spousal yeah. abuse or yeah. it could just the be... The book weighs like, what, 200 kilos? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like... It, it, well, not literally, but you know, well, and this well, is the, and it's this got is, so much material. And this yeah, is the thing that yeah. got me as I started reading this. And of course, I read this in digital format and I'm going issue by issue and I'm going, it seems to be a really long read. Mm. I really enjoy it, but a really long read. It turns out the reason why I felt that way is because each issue is about 50 pages long. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not quite that long, but they are they are longer than your average issue. Yeah. They're, they're a good 30-something issues. The final issue the is final close, issue is 50, is 50 pages. pages yeah. Yeah. Last it, thing I want to um, mention on it, then I'll hand it over to you guys, I guess, is like... The um the the woodblock kind of carving mm, that, that, so that it beautiful. looks like it's like yeah. unbelievable like Mike Mignola would would crap his pants right you know, like it's just the, it's the, the use some of, of the shadow. best ink and shadow yeah. like the lighting's not realistic but yet it's amazing I don't know I no, no I think I think the artwork is what sells it and, and it's interesting because there's this almost some of the characters look almost androgynous mm, uh, mm. and and I really like at first that's kind of disorienting but but I, I love that I love the design of the characters I love the uh, I love I love exactly what you said. I love the light and shadow. I love uh, the, the messed up imagery. I, I love everything about this book. David, I, I am going out on a limb and I am calling this. This is Comics 101. I absolutely agree with you. Because this is, this is if you're looking. I don't. If you're, <laughs> if you're looking at, you know, essential comic books you must read before you die, mm. this is one of yeah. them. I will, st- I will preface it or I will Don't make I it your first comic that. though. I will say that this is not for new readers. No. And it's no. not for young readers. Let's, let's point it out. This is not an all-age no. book. No, no, no. This is a mature-age reader's book, and this is, you've read, a few, very bo- graphic, you've read a few yeah. books, you've got the flow of how a comic book should work, and you want to challenge yourself a little bit. If you go back to that Ink TV series where they talk about beginner level, intermediate level, and advanced, this is advanced. <laughs> <laughs> all right, David, I want to hear quickly from that girl, because I have uh, some feedback. 
I had her just before. What did I do with her? I was playing. Oh, there she is. Hello, girl. Oh, thanks, David. Had a bit of feedback this week. We had a, a message from uh, our good friend Ryan K. Lindsay on Twitter who said to us, finished a criminal show app, which is Criminals and Other Podcasts. Fabulous podcast, by the way. Uh, felt down, so spiked back up with some behind the panels. The most fun comics podcast in the universe. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, I think I think it's the whole universe, yeah. Um, uh, we had a question from Mike Bradley, uh, at Mike Brad on Twitter, who said, Did you guys read Tooth and Claw? I didn't hear you mention it in the podcast, but I'm super curious. Doy if I missed it. We did actually mention it last podcast. I went back and checked the tapes, and I did love it. Uh, really, really good. This by Kurt Busiek. This is the one which the sort of uh, another one of the animal people magic uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. thing falling, what have you. Fabulous book. Go check out Tooth and Claw if you haven't read I that haven't read already. It. Uh, Tom Rowe of the uh, Snobs podcast. Uh, 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 snob, snobs podcast on Twitter, uh, another podcaster. He said that he uh, said he checked out uh, our show, loved Flashpoint, but wanted to spend more time on it. Great stuff, though. And that's one thing I just wanted to say. Thank you, first of all, uh, for the comment. Uh, wonderful comment. These shows are always intended sort of an entree to yeah. the book. We can't spend you know hours going into. We it. have we, a half an hour to do. The we book, are we so. are contemplating a project called uh, Panels Plus. Which is where we get to spend a bit more time with longer runs. Cut all the rest of this. Cut all the rest. Just yeah, talk about and the just book. talk about the book. But this is this is an entertainment show. We do mm. a lot of stuff in the show. We mm. try and squeeze as much as we can into an hour. Uh, we could we could have talked for another three hours on Black. Oh Hall. yeah, easy. Uh, but uh, we hope we've given you enough of a taster to go out and read it yourself and send us your comments at feedback at behindthepanels.net or on Twitter at behind the panels or on our Facebook page. Let us know what you, you know. think because the other idea we were thinking so was panels plus and the other thing we were thinking about doing was doing what's called panels page by page where we actually read the book. Yes, and discuss each page as we go. That would be a thing, kind and of like a commentary, like for a comics. commentary book yeah. for comics. So we've been talking about that as well. So if you, either of these ideas are good, and you like them, write to us. We might do. And if there's a book that you particularly want to hear us do that too, mm. we'll we'll actually do that as a pilot one. Not Spider Island. Final- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mike. Not Spider Island. But just a couple of quick uh, comments we had on issue 115, I believe it was Dave's first issue back. Um, after a month uh, John Friswell said wow guys that was a great show I laughed I cried I learned seriously though at one point when Dave said he's smoking hookers I was crying out of laughter great to have the team back together looking forward to film actually next week and that is available very shortly on it the, should be up tonight tonight so. yep on the Geek Actually super feed uh, actually and, and, that doesn't make any sense because this show will come out after it so ignore all <laughs> yeah. of that film actually is already out no. <laughs> like I said David uh, Doc Deacon said about that episode as well another brilliant shenanigan filled show was laughing so hard the people in the car next to me were looking at uh, me funny <laughs> totally worth it though keep up the good work we will we hope thank Boy, you so much that was a much. massive run of, of uh, awesome. feedback for us guys it's Thanks, nice to have guys. you back Dave uh, it's good to be back <laughs> now next week we'll, we'll still have Dave back uh, and we're doing it'll be episode 118 Jesus uh, we'll be looking at uh, a book that we we spent long time thinking about doing for the two minutes before the show uh, <laughs> uh, and don't so- pull back the curtain Richard <laughs> <laughs> don't look at the man behind the curtain you don't want to know what's happening behind the stage uh, we're doing uh, Spider-Man Blue. <laughs> By, that, that's a Logan. That's uh, Christoph Kozlowski, right? That's Christoph uh, Kozlowski. <laughs> yeah, it's a trilogy. Spider-Man, blue, red, and white. Yeah, the uh, opening scene where Spider-Man gets hit by a car soundtrack, is amazingly Soundtrack's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Soundtrack's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but no, Spider-Man, blue. This is a Tim Loeb and Jeff, uh, sorry, uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale uh, book, uh, part of a run of origin type stories that they were doing around that time. So this thing's like... They followed Hulk Grey. Uh, and Daredevil Yellow. Daredevil Yellow, yeah. So, and, and arguably uh, <laughs> some of their Batman stuff as well was very early days stuff but that is one I'm looking forward to because I read that years ago and I haven't visited it again since it came out which has to be at least 10 years ago mm. uh, so very much looking forward to that and uh, until then you can check us out um, as a podcast uh, of course at behindthepanels.net you can find us uh, on Twitter at behindthepanels you can also find us uh, on Facebook go to facebook.com slash behindthepanels you want to leave us any feedback go to feedback at behindthepanels.net but the thing that we really want you to do the most is go to iTunes and leave us some feedback on there just look up either behind the panels on iTunes and leave us a star rating or a little comment or the geek actually super feed what it means is that this show gets a higher rating on iTunes, which means it's more likely to appear, more people are likely to listen, very, very, very little of your time. One click on the, if you just want to do a star rating. Just go in, log into iTunes, click on the five stars, four stars if you're feeling less generous, but five stars is what we want. Um, and and uh, 
it means the absolute world to us. I also want to hear your voices. So you can also leave us yes. a voicemail uh, by heading over to Skype and you can use our Skype ID, Geek Actually, all one word. You don't need to friend us. Or if that's too challenging, you can just phone us, Sydney number 02-8011-4167, and you can leave a voicemail and we will play it on the show as and long your, as it is appropriate. your sounds of... <laughs> and <your> sounds of <laughs> I also want to say that we, we, we have a giveaway to, to announce as well, which was uh, finally the Mary Amber CD oh, and yes, T-shirt. Yes, yes. Uh, we had uh, right in. Uh, we had uh, 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 Jeff uh, D uh, who said, Hello, gents. Uh, my Superman is the one and only Jeff Johns. This is because he created the... Uh, 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 actually, no, it's John D. I was just giving you. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just giving you. Know John D. is a friend of the show, but we uh, he's still a listener. He's still a listener, and um, I, I like to just forget his name occasionally. No, but uh, seriously, sir, uh, thank you so much for writing this thing because we know how much this uh, writer actually means to you. He says, "My Superman is the only is the one and only Jeff Johns." This is because he created and gave life to the Blue Lantern Corps, the Blue Lantern Corps, and their message of hope and um, all will be well. Philosophy helped him through his divorce and subsequent fall. Out. So uh, stay awesome. I asked him if, he, if that was okay to read out, and he said that was fine. So, uh, Jeff, you will be getting Jeff. a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him Jeff from I now think, on. I think we'll call him Jeff from And now. while we're looking for your car, David, <laughs> it's, on it's on his iPad. It's on his iPad. I have a car. Um, yeah, no. So, J- JD, mate, you, you'll be getting a CD, you'll be getting a t shirt. You can give that t shirt. T-shirt, 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 t-shirt. Yeah, t-shirt. <laughs> and, and a pencil signed by all three of us. <laughs> uh, the t-shirt, no, that, the, the t-shirt is a rather small t-shirt, so it'll probably be for his children. No, no, okay. <laughs> we, we should just send that recording of the uh, on a loop just for ooh, ooh, an ooh. hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> um, we're, we're rapidly running out of time, so I am going to tell you that that you can find me, Richard Gray, me, um, <laughs> online at Twitter, on Twitter, at Twitter, <laughs> just at Twitter. Do us all, Richard. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DVD Bits. You can find Dave Longo on Twitter at Dave Longo. You can find David McVeigh at David McVeigh, but you can also find everything that this network does at geekactually.com. Go and check out our other shows, Film Actually and Podcast Pillowfort. Film Actually is about film and Podcast Pillowfort is about podcasts. But until then, I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. Dave Logo. And this is Behind the Panels. Black hole sun, won't you come?